With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, a um, lot going on. A lot of stuff happening right now. It says the U.S. weighing a response to Iran. Now, uh, they're a little late on this. Iran-backed terrorists killed our servicemen. Uh, they're using sophisticated drones. Some look like American drones. That's why we didn't shoot it down. Uh, some think now that uh, all that uh, incredibly expensive technology that we left in uh, Afghanistan, when Biden did the dumbest thing ever in military history, just left $75 billion in weapons in Afghanistan and just left it there. Uh, we believe these uh, terrorists are using it now. And, and that's why it was able to... Uh, uh, to fool us. So they're weighing the response. Uh, this is not the way it usually happens. If it were Trump or Reagan or yeah, what happened with Reagan, he knocked out half their uh, Navy immediately. Uh, you call in everybody. That's when they go in the Situation Room, uh, Joint Chiefs of Staff, all the military. And they already have all these plans drawn up in a real administration. Who knows with this administration? He's, had, he's got a very, very, very weak uh, way in over his head, Secretary of Defense. The entire cabinet is weak, people who shouldn't be there. So normally when you go into that room, you got your Secretary of State, your Defense Secretary, you got all these top people who can give you advice. And they'll bring in all the plans that have been on the drawing boards all along. If you need to uh, strike back at Iran, here are all the options. Here's the 26 options. Here's the 33 things you can hit. And they all discuss it and pick the targets. With this administration, who knows? Lloyd Austin, totally uh, incompetent as Secretary of Defense. And you had uh, these idiotic uh, General Milley types who really don't know what they're doing. And you've got a terrible Secretary of State, Blinken, who's just a mediocre bureaucrat, a stammering sort of dope. And then you got these other, uh, Pete Buttigieg, just weak, weak, weak cabinet members. And Biden, who doesn't know where he is. So I don't know if anything happens soon. But it's embarrassing for the U.S. and it's dangerous. It's just displaying tremendous weakness, which is very provocative. You don't want to be doing that. Uh, now, all kinds of things are happening to Donald Trump. No normal person is fooled by any of this. Nobody is fooled by this E. Jean Carroll stuff. Maybe Rachel Maddow is. Maybe on The View. And they're 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 people that are just so filled. With Trump hatred, anything they can do to him, and because it's it's such a raging hatred, it forces them to go way over the top into just lunacy. Uh, to claim this woman had damages, nobody's buying this. Nobody believes she's had damages. I mean, the fame, the publicity, it's something she sought all her life. It's something she'd been chasing all her life, so if she suddenly got it, that's not damage. Mental, traumatized, no, not at all. You can go back over the years. Five years ago, ten years ago, she's on TV joking about rape, making jokes about it, sex jokes, all this. So it doesn't seem to be traumatizing her. There are Facebook posts from a few years ago where she said she loves The Apprentice. It's her favorite show. Wasn't traumatized by Donald Trump. 
many interviews, she just goes, goes back to Bergdorf Goodman all the time. Nobody can see any signs of any trauma. Uh, one reason is nobody believes this really happened. Nobody believes that uh, it happened because she lied about the dress. Uh, she's got no witnesses. No, There's no... Talk to anybody that works in Bergdorf Goodman. There's no way Donald Trump wandered into that store and no salespeople followed him around or no manager, nothing. Nobody, nobody noticed, nobody looked. It didn't, the whole story doesn't even make any sense. It's also totally, exactly to every detail, identical to a Law & Order SVU episode from 2012. So a lot of people think that's where she got the story from. Uh, but the $83 million is preposterous. You see, this is the problem with Democrats. They just hate Trump so much, they go over the top insane. So it looks ridiculous to anybody else. 83 million damages. She was so damaged that she went on Rachel Maddow and was laughing and giggling and joking last night. You and I are going to go shopping. We're going to get completely <laughs> new wardrobes, new shoes, motorcycle for Crowley, new fishing rod for Robbie. Rachel, what do you want? Penthouse? It's yours, Nothing. Rachel. There's two glowing, celebrating idiots like they just won the lottery. So nobody's fallen for this. Now, the other case is this, uh, uh, the real estate case where he overvalued his assets in order in order to get a more favorable bank loan. He's being accused of a crime <laughs> that's actually impossible to commit. You could not commit this crime if you wanted to. If you wanted to defraud a bank, you could uh, take a $10 million house and say it's worth $100 million. It doesn't work. The bank never uses your number. They won't even look at your numbers. And every banker came in and testified to this. We never look at anybody's numbers. We send our own team of appraisers. We decide the whole thing. Again, let's say you're in a little car accident, little fender bender. You call the insurance company and say, uh, it's $20,000 in damages. They don't say, okay, here's the check. They don't say that. They say, what time can our appraiser be there and look at it? Their appraiser comes and they'll tell you what it's worth and what they're paying. That's the way it works. It's also, uh, you could not charge anybody with this crime anywhere in America except New York. I think it was Kathy Hochul or our crazy legislature passed this stupid, ridiculous law that only exists in New York that you can charge somebody with fraud even if no fraud took place. And you can uh, find them. You can find them a lot of money, even if nobody was defrauded, there's no victim, and no fraud took place. Now, uh, whatever they do to Trump, they're talking about $370 million. This will all get tossed out on an appeal. And some legal experts think that when this law is taken all the way to the Supreme Court, they'll rule the law unconstitutional which is a pretty interesting legal case because they, they can rule that it's unconstitutional. You can't charge somebody with fraud if there was no fraud of any kind anywhere. And they'll also argue constitutionally, you can't uh, assign a remedy. You can't charge somebody money if there was no fraud. If there was no, How can you fine them for something that never happened? So uh, the whole thing will get tossed out on appeal. The judge in that case, what's his name? Ergaron, Engaron? is one of the silliest, stupidest judges I've ever seen. I mean, just the most laughable, sort of dopey judge, over-the-top insane with his uh, the way he handled this. This will get tossed out on appeal. This, I'll give you an example of how dumb this judge is. Before the case started, before any witnesses, before the trial began, he declared Trump guilty. <laughs> so, And his conduct all throughout the 
the trial is just embarrassing. It's and, and this is horrible. You know, it's one thing these uh, crazy left wingers did. They really destroyed the credibility of the media, the Justice Department, and now our courts. You used to think of a judge as, you know, those uh, very prestigious types you saw in Law and Order. Now they're just like Engeron, just a a goofy uh, yo-yo of a judge, just a goofy left-wing kook. I mean, uh, so this will all get tossed out on appeal. But it looks like later today they might come down with the ruling. The uh, Attorney General, uh, Letitia James, who I don't think she uh, seems to know much about anything, uh, she's asking for $370 million. Now, if this happens, uh, obviously it's just based on Trump hatred, because you've got to ask yourself, well, everybody overvalues their property, always, constantly. Everybody. Alec Baldwin just did it. He was he put his uh, Hamptons house on the market, $30 million, which was ludicrous. So nobody even came to look at it. He had his real estate agents. They, they took out, uh, you know, put, the, put it all over on all the real estate sites. $30 million. Nobody was interested. It, the price was way above what it should be. Way too high. Nobody even came to look. So after a month of this, they realized they had no choice. They cut the price $10 million. Now, is he being charged with overvaluing his house by $10 million, trying to uh, defraud people? No. It happens all the time. All the time. So, and most people realize this. Normal Americans can't figure out how the hell they're charging Donald Trump with stuff that everybody does. Ah, he took classified documents. Well, now we find out every politician did it when they left. Mike Pence did it. Everybody did it. Joe Biden took more classified documents than anybody. Do you know that he had 8,000 more boxes of classified documents than Trump did? And Trump had them locked up under lock and key in a security room guarded by the Secret Service. Biden had them scattered all over the place. He had them in Chinatown in some office. He had them at a University of Pennsylvania office. He had them in his garage. He had them in his den, in his bathroom, in his backyard. Nobody can figure out how come Trump gets charged with things nobody was ever charged with. You know, it says, you, you see the tag on the mattress? Do not remove this tag off your mattress by penalty of law. We've laughed about it forever. Don't be surprised if they find out Trump removed one of those tags and is charged with 14 counts and fined $800 million for removing that mattress tag. Hey, uh, Joe Biden... Uh, they really got to get him out of the race. They really got to take him out of the race. He's walking to the uh, helicopter moments ago, across the White House lawn. They yell something about the border, and he turns and says, I've done all I can do about the border. I've done all I can do. Well, he did absolutely nothing. Now, what's going on with the border? Well, when Trump left, two things happened. They get rid of that Title 42. And that's really the key to everything. The Title 42 was pretty simple. You want asylum, you're applying for asylum, you're seeking asylum, you want a hearing, you have to stay in Mexico till the hearing. You can't come over the border and wander all over America while you're waiting for two years. You have to remain in Mexico. So he got rid of that. And the other thing he did, he switched the border patrol from guarding the border to going to the processing centers, and that's what they're using the border patrol for, to process illegals in as fast as they can. You know, you think about it, how did they get 10 million illegals in here so fast? They're using the Border Patrol to process them. That's why this new bill calls for more Border Patrol. And it sounds good. 
when that uh, press secretary says, well, we want more Border Patrol, but they won't give it to us. Yeah, that's the reason. If you get more Border Patrol, you'll process illegals in even faster. Uh, there's all kinds of uh, news crews that have gone along uh, video all along the border, and you can see there's no Border Patrol anywhere on the border. They're all at the processing centers. In between two legal entry points, 26 miles, no Border Patrol. They're all at the legal entry points processing illegals in. And what about that wall? Trump built 570 miles of wall. Well, since the Border Patrol has been removed, cartels are just drilling and blasting their way through the wall at certain points. And the Border Patrol have been taken off the wall. So that's why this bill is a, is a total fraud. This new bill is to pay for more Border Patrol uh, to bring in illegals. And in the bill, it calls for 5,000 illegals a day to be brought in. That's 2 million a year. Well, that's obviously right back to the same problem. Then you get these idiots like Chuck Schumer, uh, phony, fake, totally fraudulent, scheming, slimy politicians. Listen to Schumer. It has to be bipartisan. This yeah. bill it has to be bipartisan. It has to be bipartisan. You have to have Democrats and Republicans working together in the House and the Senate to get something done. But we're going to keep at it till we get something done because it's too important not to. Yeah. Now, you say, well, how come somebody doesn't say to him, hey, how come the bill calls for 5,000 illegals to be let in every day, 2 million a year? Hey, how come they're using the Border Patrol to bring them in? Why does nobody say that to him? Because he won't go near anybody who would say that to him. He's only on Rachel Maddow. He's only on The View, where they will never ask him that. We're making good progress. There are still some uh, bumps in the road, still some things that have to be resolved. <laughs> this is what a slimeball like this does. He actually says, we're, we're trying to pass the border security bill. Republicans are blocking the border security bill. Uh Put out the bill. Release it publicly so we can see. It says right in the bill, 5,000 illegals will be waved in every day. Border patrol. We want more border patrol, but they'll be used to process people in real fast. Uh, just a mess. Hey, there also, a city council is meeting right now about this stupid, uh, what, what do they call this thing about? Uh, anytime uh, the police deal with anybody, they have to write a report. They have to, any encounter a level one, a level two, a level three. So, uh, and I, this guy, Yusuf Salam, was one of the Central Park uh, Five. And all you hear about is they were uh, innocent uh, and went to jail. Well, they weren't innocent. They may have been innocent. Of, they may have been charged with the wrong stuff. But Yusuf Salam was in the park that night for many hours, running around with a pipe in his hand, up to no good. Uh so a lot of them got charged with the wrong crime. But but you go over all the evidence. These these guys weren't innocent. Now, he's the head of the safety committee in the city council. And uh, a lot of people want him to resign from that committee because he lied about this traffic stop. He described this horrible, frightening traffic stop that happened Friday night. Pulled over for no reason. It was unbelievable. Well, Police immediately released the body cam video. Salam was lying about it. He was pulled over because he was driving an illegal car uh, with dark, dark, dark tinted windows. Totally illegal in New York. Cop pulls him over. And if you watch the body cam, there was nothing frightening about this. The cop came over and Salam says, I'm a city council member. He holds up his card. I'm a member of the city council. The cop says, you're city council? Yes. Okay, go ahead. Have a good night. <laughs> 
Are you supposed to do that if they're doing something illegal? If they say, I'm on the city council. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, you do stuff like that. It's professional courtesy. But Salam lied about what happened. People want him to resign uh, from the safety committee. So we'll see what happens. So what this will mean, anytime you have an encounter, you have to go write it up. Now, imagine if this happened in your job and you had to do this. Uh, Like just... Before the show, I was walking down the hall, and a salesperson stops me. This is so-and-so. He's going to maybe be a client. And I had to talk to the guy for a second or two about his business. And that happens. Now i got to go write a report, write this up. <laughs> uh, hey, sometimes, you know, they bring those tours by. You know, there's a bunch of Hofstra students that tour, and they look through the window. And sometimes you go out and talk to them, give them a, have a little conversation. i got to go write this up. You might talk to 12 of them. I got to write up 12 reports. So imagine in your job, if you had to write up anytime you talked to somebody, encountered so you had to go write a written report. It's absolute idiotic. And we are not uh, saving lives. If you're saving lives and half your day is going to be uh, off the patrol and writing stuff, absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, we've got a lot to get to. Michael Goodwin will be with us in a few minutes. Uh, hey, check out the webpage. This is from uh, Greg Kelly's show on Newsmax every night at 9. Watch this. There's a Joe Biden accuser who's very credible. She can give you exact details, time, date, place, exactly what happened. She's got witnesses. She worked in Biden's office. The media totally ignored her. They will not publicize her story. But watch the video. Watch her intercut with E. Jean Carroll. Look at the difference. Talk about a double standard. How good will be Donald Trump be in a debate? Watch this clip. You forget how good he was. Take a look at this. It's all up on the webpage. Go to 710WOR.com slash Mark. 710WOR.com slash Mark. Well, hey, uh, Taylor Swift will be at the Super Bowl. Now, this is not easy to do because she's touring the world. And the night before, she's in Tokyo. And then uh, so to get to the Super Bowl, it's like a 17-hour flight from tokyo uh she's got like the time difference in her favor because uh, it's like 17 hours earlier but and you can sleep on the plane but this is tough but this is all for uh, travis kelsey she'll fly halfway around the world to be with him at the super bowl and then she's got to fly halfway around the world 17 hours back and look what love is going to make her dip. first of all i don't know if this affair is even real i don't know if this is real romance uh, if it was just to have dinner with him, let's see her fly 17 hours. She's coming back for the Super Bowl to be viewed by 100 million people. It is the best, smartest promotional business move ever. That's why people pay millions for those Super Bowl commercials. She'll get 20 free commercials during the show. So, of course, she's going to fly back and kill herself to get back for this game. But again... If it was just alone at dinner with him, would she be flying back for his birthday? I don't think so. It's for the uh, the promotional value. Hey, let's take some calls. Let's go to Vincent in Brooklyn. Vincent, how you doing? Good morning, Mark. Mark, uh, as soon as you posted Mara's photo. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Hey, uh, if anybody wants to see Mara from Nevada, I put her picture up. It's on my Instagram, Mark Simone, NYC at Instagram. Vincent, what do you think of the way she Yeah, she, she's got it together. I mean, all things considering, I mean, compare her to Joe Biden. Joe Biden <laughs> is like 15 years younger and he can't even walk down uh, two uh, two steps or walk up two steps. He'll fall on his face and uh, break all his false teeth. 
Mark, what I want to say is is that um, uh, Yusuf Salam was cut a deal because depending on how long ago he bought that car in Georgia and the title on the car, they could have asked him to get out of the car, spread eagle him, and put the cuffs on him because that's called insurance fraud. A number of years ago, uh, the NYPD uh, went to Staten Island, and all a lot of people from Staten Island, especially those who lived closest to the bridges going into Jersey, they'd register their car in Jersey with a relative or something, but they were living in Staten Island because the, the insurance was cheaper there. Yeah. You, you have a window of time before you have to re-register that car and put New York City tags on it. They already cut the guy a break. Yeah, all right, good also, point. Good point, Vincent. Uh, if you want to see what Vincent looks like. And now we have Mara's picture up. Just go to my Instagram, Mark Simone NYC at Instagram. Vincent, thanks for calling. Uh, one more. Let's go to Stuart in uh, South Carolina. Stuart, how you doing? Hey, Mark, how are you? I've been a police officer 45 years. I'm running for county sheriff. My son's a deputy sheriff up for the Medal of Honor. I know police officers. Yeah. Let me tell you what. If they institute this report writing thing for every contact, those officers are going to be sitting in their car. I'm, I'm not sure what, how many hour shifts they have. They're going to be sitting in their car. They're going to be talking to one another. They're going to be playing games unless they have to answer a 911 call. They are going to be doing nothing. And I think that's the plan. They don't want them to do anything. They haven't gotten rid of Bragg. They've they've done nothing to reduce crime. I I read Adams' Facebook page, and I'm just incredulous what's happening. It's just in in South Carolina. My son got in a fatal shooting on December 26th. And he could not have taken out somebody who was shooting at somebody if he was out writing reports because he talked to somebody on the street. This is just ludicrous. It would not happen. There's a lot of NYPD officers working down here, and it's because they've had enough. They've uh, just had enough of this being right. spit on and nothing's being done. Stuart, great call. Call us again. Thanks for calling. Yeah, that's another good point. Uh, all this stuff is causing a lot of people to leave the NYPD. Some of our best men and women are leaving. They're going to Long Island. They're going to Connecticut. They're going to South Carolina, as you just heard. Leaving and going elsewhere. Not a good idea. So, hey, when we come back, Michael Goodwin will be with us next. He wrote a great column on Sunday. Uh, title it's the border stupid we'll get to get to that next on 710 wor hey uh michael goodwin the best columnist in america you can read him every sunday and every wednesday in the new york post you go to, if you missed his sunday comments brilliant you can go to the new york post website and get it there michael goodwin how you doing Good morning, Mark. Thank you. Uh, as you say, uh, it's the border, stupid. Uh, are Democrats starting to realize they've really, really handed Trump the election with this issue? Well, you know, Mark, I think uh, presidents make all kinds of decisions that are, you know, most people don't pay attention to the details. People are busy with their lives. And, and I think, in general, even the media... It's it's somewhat superficial when you get down to all of the details and issues and the process involved. But something like the border, which is clearly open, and you're seeing the evidence with your own eyes in cities and t- states across the country, uh, this giant influx of millions of people, I mean, exactly how many we don't know i use the number six million others say it's eight million so it's a lot of people 
And there's no real explanation for it. There's no justification of it coming from the White House. Joe Biden never really talks about this until just recently when it flew to the top of the charts as the number one issue for for most people and as the issue where he has the lowest approval ratings of any issue, which is pretty amazing when you consider that he's been down to like 38, 36, 33 percent approval on the economy. Well, he's now down to 30 percent approval on borders. (laughs) So the public, this is one of those things, the public uh, even those who are not paying a lot of attention to it can readily see this, the, 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 the nuttiness of it, the fact that it just makes no sense, that there's no defense for it, there's no argument in favor of it. It's just simply he decided to open the border. I mean, he did all of these executive orders that overturned everything Donald Trump was doing, and here we are, you know, three years and six or seven or eight million people later. You know, uh, just moments ago, he was walking across the White House lawn. The reporters yelled a question about the border. And he said, I've done all I can do about the border. So uh, he's just lying about it now. Uh, how, yeah. How, how's yeah. he going to get through a whole campaign with this? Well, and I think that's the the ruse that he and the Republicans in the Senate uh, helped him to concoct was this thing if, oh, you need new legislation. No, you don't. You didn't get any legislation to open the border. You don't, you have the power to close it. Just, just undo the 80 or so executive orders that you did to open it. And I have to say, Mark, this is, this is one of those times, and the border is one of those issues where I completely subscribe to the the uh, the Trump view and and the people on the right who don't trust Mitch McConnell, who don't trust the Senate leadership, the Republican Senate leadership, because this bill that they were working on um, presumably had this, and, and they've done it in secret. They won't release it. They're, Chuck Schumer is, of course, part of it. The president could close the border any time there were more than 5,000 people coming across a day. Now, let's, so let's just say 5,000 is the legal limit yeah. under this legislation in the course of a year. Uh, closer to two. Why would, we, why would we want that many <laughs> we've all, when we've already had this many come across in the last three years? So it doesn't fundamentally change the problem. You can't handle this many people. They are all here illegally, or most of them, and they get these uh, must appear in court or talk to uh, a, uh, a, a border patrol uh, agent every six months or appear in court in the, sometime in the next six years. These people are never going to leave. Why should they? They, were, they came here illegally. Now the government is working on giving them work permits. Uh, soon they will be able to vote, right? New Yorkers want, oh, yes, let's have them vote. Uh, and I don't know, I don't believe it's legal in the state constitution, but 
you will feel, you will see more and more of them integrated into society as, as the Democrats and the Republican helpers in the Senate erase the differences between legal and illegal. That's where all of this is going. And why do we even have a border then if there's no difference? Hmm. Uh, Michael Goodwin, you think that most Americans are starting to just realize that uh, like the Donald Trump real estate case is preposterous. It's something everybody does. Or even seeing E. Jean Carroll last night with Rachel Maddow laughing and joking about how she's going to buy a penthouse and spend. Uh, people are seeing right through this around America, aren't they? You know, you would hope so, Mark. Um, but I guess maybe you have more faith in people around America than I do. Um, I mean, there's so many outrages that are happening these days. I mean, look here, look at New York City, even with this council vote on uh, the, the mayor. The council wants to basically force every police officer to record and make notes of every uh, incident every time in, every encounter every conversation they have with a member of the public and it's all about race it's all about race it's all about stop and frisk I mean so you would think that given the levels of crime given the insanity of Albany somewhere there would be the stop button Somebody would turn off this and say, we've got to wait, we've got to fix it. We've gone too far. No, they want to go further. So I'm rapidly losing faith in my fellow Americans' ability to get these things right. And certainly in New York, it's incidents like we're seeing now with these two bills where the council's going to vote today to override the mayor's veto um, just gives you uh, real concerns that, we we haven't hit bottom yet. <laughs> uh, that doesn't sound good. Hey, uh, <laughs> how's that for how's that uh, for an uplifting? <laughs> uh, James Carville is on TV last night. He said that Democrats need to really go after Trump. What is he talking about? What were they doing the last year? <laughs> <laughs> what more is there to go after? Yeah, what more can they do? <laughs> I mean, you've, you're trying to bankrupt him. You're trying to lock him up. You're trying to keep him off the ballot. What have what have you got in mind there, James? Yeah. Uh, it what I mean it it is extraordinary and it, it's quite as you and I have discussed Mark it's such a historic moment when you have every time he gets in one of these absurd trials uh, his numbers go up among supporters and I, I there's something about that even though I don't like a lot of things about Trump. I do find something very American uh, in the in the old in the old American character about sort of rooting for the underdog yeah. and you know not not standing still while there's an injustice being done and these are clear injustices and I say that without defending Donald Trump and in many of the things he has said and done. But but you cannot look at our justice system and say, this is the way everybody is treated. Only he is treated this way. Uh, and that, I think, is something that really grates with a lot of people because they, you know, one of the beauties of our country is this sense that the, that the underdog is the real hero. 
the underdog is the people we admire most, the scrappiest. You know, they're the ones who don't give up. They're the ones who who suffer the most for their cause, for their belief, whatever it is. And I and I think the plight of Donald Trump, these persecutions that are not prosecutions, they're persecutions. Uh, there is something about that that is. I think alarming and ins- has yeah. inspired a lot of people to overlook uh, the things about him that are unpleasant, and especially in comparison to Joe Biden and the Biden family corruptions that uh, are in the process of being swept under the rug. Uh, very good point. Well, everybody read Michael Goodwin's column. Sunday's column is brilliant. The new column is tomorrow. Uh, they're all on the New York Post website. Michael Goodwin, thanks for being with us. Always oh, a pleasure. Thank you, Mark. Take care. Oh, everybody, check out the webpage. There's some great stuff up there. Hey, look at this report from Greg Kelly on Newsmax. Uh, there's a Joe Biden accuser that is far more credible. She's got details, facts, numbers, dates, everything. She Take a look at this and see how this one is being ignored. It's all up on the webpage. Go to 710WOR.com slash Mark. 710WOR.com slash Mark. Well... Hey, uh, you'll have a chance to win uh, $1,000 right after the top of the hour news. Just listen for the keyword right after the top of the hour, and then you go to WOR.com for a chance to win. So we're out of time. There's a lot uh, happening today. There may be a uh, ruling on the money in that silly Trump real estate case. We're waiting to hear the city council vote on this idiotic uh, screw-up-the-police-some-more bill. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Buck and Clay are coming up next. They'll be here at noon. And then uh, 3 o'clock, the most listened-to radio show in America, Sean Hannity. It's Jesse Kelly at 6. Then you got John Batchelor at 9. I'm here every day, 10 to noon. Also, you can listen to the show anytime you want. Just go wherever you get podcasts. Just get the podcast anytime, day or night, you want to hear the show. You can do that. Hey, uh, Mara from Nevada, one of our most popular callers. You want to see what she looks like? It's up on my Instagram right now. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow on 710WOR. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.